4: everywhere in my house
2: oh, oh you want to talk about smash patricia R. K. if you're watching <laughs> drink your bathwater, girl. You.
4: she was cremated uh none of the act or the living relatives wanted uh her body so they flushed her down the toilet i don't know if you guys seen anybody else or there's a few other celebrities who got uh murdered uh over the week these fucking yeah. disney adults are ruining everything i get all my used flashlights from ebay
5: in the realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been Brandon and Beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the gesture in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseed. Brandon J. McDermott, Food Daddy Supreme, a feast of facts, a culinary dream.
3: Creamy pussy. Oh, that's going to make the cut
2: Damn it! <laughs> you got it in there
3: you got it in there and i like that that's one of the greatest sounds in the entire planet i think and if you guys listen and missed it maybe we'll uh, edit that in because uh we have that capability and also i just want to let's do some housekeeping is that what it's called maybe it's not called housekeeping but um let's go ahead and do the deluxe edition network podcast of the month there's three of them this month because we're the, the, the network is growing so we we're up to three and uh i've seen the whole year You guys are going to be excited for a couple months, a little extra excited, but check out the deluxe edition network.com Bev's video kingdom barrel aged flicks and kindness matters podcast. Again, check them out. Deluxe edition network.com also our friends of the show fat baby bourbon. I think it was on triple T Brandon joined me and we kind of went over the whole story. So go check out triple T, but uh, just a great New York company. And if you're not from New York, Maybe you hate New York. I hate most of New York, too. It's okay, but it's just an awesome company. And they are a friend of the show for the entire month. Link in the description anywhere you're listening or watch this. Go show them some love. They ship to pretty much every state and it's a good price we talked about. I think it's what uh, it's either fifty nine ninety nine or sixty nine ninety nine or sixty four ninety nine. I probably should have been prepared. But either way, when you're when you're drinking a good bourbon uh, and I'm just getting into the bourbons and stuff it's a pretty good price point. So uh, like we kind of talked about, you don't sit down and drink a whole bottle of bourbon typically, unless you're sharing it with a friend's or potentially if you let's, let's, let's throw this out there. If you're a severe alcoholic, you're probably not buying good bourbon. You're probably drinking what some natty ice, some uh, cheap vodka, some cheap rum and just getting obliterated. And, uh But this is the good stuff. So there's a lot of people that collect different bourbons, whiskeys, and stuff. This one should be in your collection. And uh, while these guys are saying hello, I'm going to pour myself a little glass of this bourbon as well. So uh, joining me as always, Brandon J. McThurbit. You've been whacking off. What's up, fellas?
2: Not too much. I am not much of a drinker, especially on a Sunday morning at uh, 9.38. But I'm drinking a porter this morning. So
3: I'm going all out. I mean, it's coffee flavored. So, I mean, it fits. People drink coffee in the morning. And uh, um,
2: you've been going to have a kick at this, but I'm smoking meats today, so i figured I need to get a kickstart. Yes. What
3: are you smoking? It's always in days that
2: end
4: in Y. You know what I mean? It's uh, Mm -hmm.
2: I uh, am doing chicken wings.
4: I'm not. That sounds good. I've been craving chicken wings for a while.
2: Oh, and these are like this big, dude. They're
4: fucking huge. They're like you send me. Send me a pic after it's done. I just I want to drool a little bit more than usual, but just I need I need some drooling. I'm not uh, I'm not drinking anything fancy uh maybe the bong water afterwards probably wouldn't prefer it but
3: uh don't do that
4: i got a a crispy sprite sprite's gonna sponsor me they're gonna drop lebron like you know what we're gonna move into a better direction you've been whacking off Seems more of our style and as they should as they should it's more marketable
3: i mean honestly let's be honest so hmm. interesting but yeah shout out fat baby bourbon we got some bourbon i don't know if you're supposed to drink it on ice but i think it's the beauty of it you buy it, you can drink it any way you want so I'm having a little bit of it on ice, and it's fantastic. Check them out, FatBabyBourbon.com. Read the story. It's a little bit of a tearjerker with a happy ending. It's kind of like a like a Disney movie or something like that. But cheers, boys. Hey, cheers. Here's to here's to the Titans hopefully winning, and I know this is Thursday, <laughs> and you guys have already know what the NFL playoff picture is like, but being a fan of a team that still has a chance, and Ubin's a Cowboys fan, a lot on the line. Brandon Second is a seat. Denver fan. Um, nothing to really play for, but can play a little bit of some spoiler. Um, and I'm a Steelers fan and they beat the Ravens backup squad, barely. And now they really need to, uh, need some help. And I'm, I I just don't have it in me to root for the dolphins. So I really need the Titans to win. So come on Vrabel. I know you're pissed (laughs) off. What's going to win? I like
2: Vrabel. I might have to get out of here and come back because my camera's doing that real stupid thing again.
3: That's fine. We'll be here. Wow. There we amazing. go, I fixed it. Hey. Nothing like some bourbon, like you said, in the morning. It's it's ten forty my time, so it's a little bit more acceptable. And it's almost lunchtime. I mean, a little breakfast. A little breakfast. Who who hasn't sat around and had some breakfast bourbon or some breakfast beer? I mean I don't, some breakfast I don't know.
4: bubbles. I made some bubbles earlier. That's it's oh. a little early.
3: <laughs> From bubble guts to bubbles. Damn,
4: that's I like that. Mm.
3: Like so, uh, obviously, guys, too, while we're, while we're doing this, Brandon has a book. He doesn't love promoting it, but you guys should check it out, Abandoned Brandon. I own it. It's back here. I was going to actually open the episode with me pretending to read it, but I didn't want to give you false hopes that I read as much as I do have a lot of books. And uh, rest in peace, Trebek. He seems to be out here watching the show, so big fan of the show. Um, but, yeah, make sure you guys check that out, Abandoned Brandon. It's on the website. It's on Amazon. It's everywhere. And... There might be some pretty cool things going on you dot off.com here pretty soon. I saw some pictures of some stuff, and that probably sounds weird being from been but is there anything I mean, you so want to give any spoilers mean, to the show? Because this is I Thursday. Mean, you got a couple more days to work on shit.
4: That is true. That is true. Um so hopefully by Thursday, the uh if not guaranteed by Friday, uh, we should have a whole bunch of pictures, descriptions, and everything else of those long waited candles. I'm even burning one in here right now because it smells. Eww. It did smell awful. Now it smells like banana the cream pie. Is that the WD one? What was that?
3: Which one? No, which it is which not. scent is that? No, no, it's
4: the banana cream pie. No, I'm sorry. I, I heard the WD now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this one's just a banana cream pie. It's, it was an older one. Then she's like, I don't know if it still smells good. I'm like, let me see it. It smells delightful. I'm not going to lie. At first, whenever I burned it, ganja and bananas,
3: not a, not a
4: not a great combination. But now the banana has slowly won the battle. I like it
3: well done banana
4: but yeah it's uh little dick molds everywhere in my house like you know just i see little 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 melts and she's like hey smell this i'm like get that little dick out of my face and i'm like oh you're used to
3: saying that (laughs) (laughs) well played well played that hunch i tried to use the the media thing i got i got to figure this shit out riverside we're gonna have a chat here I don't I don't know what's going on. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I might even hit the chat bubble while we're live because that's some bullshit. But
4: our good friend he, Burley also experiences trouble with that as well. So it's it's a common thing.
3: Burley's is different though. He has an actual soundboard that he integrates with his computer where I'm trying to use oh. like in uh in Riverside, they have their own media s- section, and you just press a button and then it plays some sounds, but it just keeps spinning. Every other day it seems to work. So we're gonna get a hold of them. We're going to figure this shit out. Maybe we'll do it live, live chat support. But um, there's a couple of things that you guys talked about that you maybe wanted to talk about. Do you, do you guys want to bring that up or was that just a pre-conversation?
2: You know, I, I, I here's what, I've, what I do on my radio show. I start thinking about what's important to the community. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, what is everybody talking about? Mm-hmm. And it just seems like everybody is talking about that Gypsy Rose stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't even... To be honest with you, before last week, I didn't even know the story. I don't pay attention to stuff like that. But like many other people, I see her face everywhere. Social media. I mean, the girl jumped on Instagram, fam. She's got seven or eight million followers now.
4: Same thing with TikTok. She did that within less than a week, which is crazy.
2: Crazy. And here's the thing. It's it's so nuts because if you do not know the backstory, you need to learn learn the backstory. Basically, she was tortured and... uh, just had her childhood ripped away from her from her mother, who was mentally ill and all this other stuff. You have to really look into it to know the details. Uh, she had her what prosecutors say, a, a autistic boyfriend. Uh, almost called him acoustic, <clears throat> autistic boyfriend. He might be murder her her mom. And um and in a fit of rage he stabbed her like seventeen times. There was a bunch of weird dark stuff going on. I mean, obviously murder, right? Mm-hmm. But so this girl who was she felt like this was the only way to get away from her mother and like all this trauma. Her mother mother had made her uh, seem like she had these this disease, and they had lied to people and uh, made her seem like she was younger than she was. Had her tooth her teeth ripped out a whole bunch of other stuff that was just God awful, Terrible. made her act like she was in a wheelchair. I mean, there's just a lot of weird, weird stuff. Okay. all like okay, okay. But now she gets charged with secondary murder, gets convicted. Her boyfriend gets charged with first degree. He goes to jail for the rest of his life. She gets, I don't know how many years she's out on probation, parole, whatever it is. Um, in early 2024. Now she gets out and it is just the thing that is so interesting to me is not, judging her for what she's done it's how the zeitgeist the feeling of the culture right now is just gripped to her that all these girls and i guess boys too but girls are like love her story they see her as a queen and it's just it's really um it's a it's an amazing from a from a taking a step back view at Mm -hmm. how we as i'm sorry to be blabbing on here but how we view um uh how culture shapes us and social media and all that stuff. It's just, she is the, she is the top thing on social media right now and on regular media, GMA lifetime. I mean, everything, you name it. She is, she is on it. Now, what I will say sidewise, and we'll come back to this a little bit is there are vultures out there in showbiz and the cream rises to the top. And my, my, my father, uh, a friend of mine's father said to me, Cream and bastards rise to the top. So the higher you get, the worse people are. And so um, I think that there's there are already a lot of people who are taking advantage of this, I don't want to say innocent girl, of this girl who's doesn't quite know what she's gotten herself into. And I just hope she's okay.
3: Yeah. I mean, eight years in prison is going to prepare you for some stuff in life, potentially, street smarts. But I, like you said, all the the... the the new fame you put it maybe not fame but attention because what what'd you guys say seven eight million followers on social medias and, and at least. It, it, it's it's nuts and this is something that is fairly close to where you been lives right
4: yeah so i mean she uh, the prison was um about an hour or so away from where i live but um the company i work at they have a couple properties over there and uh her first selfie that she was posting everywhere i was like bitch i know where you're staying i was like that's that's one of our properties. I'm like, oh shit. I'm wearing the first selfie technically. I know that carpet. I know that desk. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's everyone like um I remember like our 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 bosses were making a big deal because Dr. Phil came out and interviewed her at one point in time. Like uh we've had a whole bunch of different celebrities come and stay just just to see her. Um, and it, it has to make you think that like OJ's sitting there right now, like, damn, I did this shit in the wrong decade. Like, fuck ah. mm-hmm. people could have been that could have been me. <laughs>
3: Why? why do you guys think that it's, like, the big thing? Is it just because it's such a wild story, and I think so many people feel for Gypsy Rose? I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, naturally, you want to feel bad for her because her mother did all the stuff, made her believe this, spent time in a wheelchair, like, you want to feel bad. Then there's the murder, and I don't feel like a lot of people really felt bad that the mom got murdered for everything that she did. You know what I mean? And I'm just looking real quick. Gypsy Rose, her worth, according to... um, marka.com is reportedly three million dollars
4: and it's just going to continue to climb because she's making tv deals like they're going to make more movies and stuff and uh, and honestly I mean I don't know if you guys if, if you've seen the selfie smash mm. I mean get, get it girl get it gypsy do your thing what is girl. it, is
3: it just a, if, if I just google selfie oh there like with the white shirt
4: uh, well, there's a blue carpet on the ground
3: yeah, this one here. Oh, it was right on uh, her Instagram?
4: I think so. Everyone just said, it. it's her first selfie. I was like, what? She's, uh, I think she has like four TikTok videos and like eight million followers now or something. It's insane.
3: Wow. All right. Here's uh, according to Reddit, I believe, the same one that you're talking about. Yep. First selfie of freedom. Yeah. Let's see if did it sh- Did it load for you? It didn't load on mine. Here, first it selfie did. of freedom. Let's see if we can get this to load.
4: Classic uh, white girl, hand on hip.
3: Come on, enhance. Come on, we want to break down this thing like we're like we're people that break videos down. <clears throat> Come on, load, load. What are we doing, Riverside? It
4: shows up on our end. Like I oh, can you can see, see it.
3: it. There yep. we go. Okay, I can just see it. Okay, so here's Reddit. Sorry about that. And Gypsy Rose. It's got some Dr Pepper. Pretty well packed suitcase and something you've been recognizes uh, these carpets and this wall and everything, but yeah.
2: So She's, um is good taste. So straight the fuck up. Instagram 7.6 million. TikTok 8.5 million. Damn. She's never even released a video, fam. So the thing is this is 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 and and please understand, this is not me putting her down. This is just me um looking at how we as a as a culture as America kind of we flock to this stuff. And it's not social media is not new, man. Go back to um Lizzie Borden. We were all obsessed with Lizzie Borden in the 1800s when she ax murdered her parents because we didn't really know how she did it. It's so much conspiracy behind it, exactly how it went down. The Lindbergh baby case in the 1930s, where did the baby go? Was it a ransom? Who killed him even to this day? We as America, the, the Stark, uh, Starkweather uh, murders and the uh, Charles Starkweather in the 1950s started in Nebraska. He started going to farmhouses and murdering people. These things, these murder cases gripped the country. Um, and there's others into it. OJ Simpson, of course you talked about, and others now that social media and other media that when other media kind of became bigger, when TV was, was around and got obviously the, uh, got into the, uh, the case in, in with TV and stuff, uh, got to see it every day. I mean, we, as Americans, we eat that stuff up. And I think the big thing about it is, is it's like, it's, there's so much to it there. It seems like every time you turn a corner, there's another corner to turn and you Mm -hmm. don't know where to go, where the story ends, and you want to know more, and it's just a, we eat that stuff up, and I think that plays into it. And sadly, respectfully, she's going to make a lot of money. She's going to make a lot of money. She already has. Um, This book is going to, she's going to tell her story, and hopefully it gives her peace from somebody who's told a story that is nowhere near what she's went through, but that's told a story that's, that's given me peace and hopefully it's helped other people. It's going to do that for her. Now, when that well dries up, is she going to be okay? It's like, it's like the NFL player who's done and known nothing but football for his whole life. And all of a sudden football is gone and he can't play like he used to, or how many, how many people have, how many football players have decided to take matters into their own hands, so to speak, and how sad that is. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I think this is not, this is the beginning. I think we're going to see a lot of this stuff, movies, and and there's already been kind of like made for TV movies and stuff. And, Patricia Arquette, by the way, who uh, played her mom in the movie. Uh, oh, you want to talk about smash Patricia Arquette? If you're watching, <laughs> drink your bath water. Girl.
4: Um, it's like, anyway. you can put me in a wheelchair. Um, but yeah, no, I think in, um, what was crazy is whenever they interviewed, interviewed her in prison a couple of years in, uh, she's like, I, I love it here. I ha- I have friends and you're just like, you're, you're in prison, girl. And she's like, yeah, it's. The best place that I've been in. And it's like, wow, you know. And so I think, yeah. uh, like you said, uh, if anyone was in her shoes, I think we all kind of like, well, yeah, we, we would have done the same fucking thing. And now, regardless of how you feel about the situation, she did serve her time appropriately within the system. She did everything right, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, like, again, fuck that mom. Even uh, right. the people that uh, her relatives who end up getting the body. She was cremated. Uh, None of the act or the living relatives wanted uh, her body, so they flushed her down the toilet.
3: Wow.
4: Yeah. So again, not much money they
3: probably could have made. Can you sell cremate? Like, I'm and I'm not not that I'm looking to, but like, is that a yeah? (laughs) Is that a thing? Like, what if they put it to auction and they're like, you can have the remains of the mom of this and that. But you know that there's enough people with way too much money that would bid on that just to have oh, yeah. uh, the dude that does the ghost adventure show. He'd probably get her remains just to put into a studio. He has a whole studio or not studio museum of like some of the most haunted stuff. And when COVID hit, I don't know if you guys ever watch. I think it's Ghost Adventures with the Zach Bagans or whatever uh i know we're talking about ghosts and stuff's going in your studio probably crazy uh you but it's he uh he, he buys all the craziest shit like dolls that are have all this stuff all the crazy stuff but uh yeah yeah he would probably have bought those remains I, but
4: hmm. i can't type and uh listen and talk at the same time because i was going to search up that ghost adventures just to see if i can see the face uh but then i yep. said chicken so i looked up ghost chicken um is that a thing uh let me hit search again Ghost okay. Chickens. Uh, so there's a, a song, there's a song called Ghost Chickens in the Sky by Sean Morey.
3: Hmm. I think you what should play you? that while you're smoking some meat today, Brandon. Ghost Chickens in the Sky while you're smoking chicken wings. It only seems fitting.
2: There you go. So yeah. I think the, the other side of this is you're, you're, uh, most of the comments are like, oh, this is our queen. We love her. This is great. So happy to see her happy. Fantastic. The other comments are just like shitting on her husband. Like, why is she with this loser? And then so there's like one or two comments that are like, why are we worshiping this girl who murdered her mother? And so like, I try to tell you, like I try to say is before you try to take a stand before you try to like go all in on something, try to understand it from the whole angle and try to understand all of it. And you can look, like look at a story and see the players and not have to be a fan of any of them. Yeah. You know? Um, and right. I think this is one of those deals where it's fascinating to watch. Let's see what happens and let's find out all the all the details that we don't already know that may come out who knows because uh, there's a lot that didn't come out in the trial because I believe she pled no contest I think I think because I remember from the from the, her boyfriend <laughs> obviously went to went to prison but uh, anyway Yeah, he
3: got life I'll, with no chance of parole. yeah
2: a lot more could have come out from that but I- anyway it, it's it's just fascinating how we can, we can go all in on saying, "Yeah, she was she was this and that, so it's okay to kill somebody." I don't think it's ever okay to kill somebody. Mm-mm. Now, does that is that not to say that if she wouldn't have done that or if that didn't happen, she would not have got out, and it would have been her that died? Great, great possibility, great chance. That's true. Murder is never the answer. No,
4: Now, I don't know if you guys seen anybody else, or there's a few other celebrities who got uh, murdered uh, over the week. Um, and that was by Cat Williams. Uh, I don't know if you guys are on that side of TikTok or not, no, but, but I,
3: I had that in my notes and I'm glad you brought that out because i was, I wanted some updates because I have seen so much shit oh. about Cat Williams and this and that. And, and I have it on my list to potentially watch some of the I stuff, am, but I need some updates. I want you, I want to, I want to talk about this.
4: I, I, I don't drink tea, but I have, I am fully invested in this. I mean, it is, uh, I I follow, you know, Shannon Sharp obviously and uh, you know, his Uncle Shay Shay podcast or whatever. Uh never really paid too much attention to it until mm-hmm. this Cat Williams. This is all I've seen. Like everyone else is like they have probably gypsy and I got a little bit of that. Ninety percent Cat Williams in everybody he shit on, dude. It was insane.
2: Yeah, I he stayed just... up for about two hours watching those watching that video the other night. So for anybody it's, that hasn't dude.
3: watched, can you guys kind of give her obviously Cat Williams comedian Right. That's what he was known for is being a comedian. Right. And yep. you, like for me, After I haven't that. watched it. I, like I said, I'm, I'm just seeing clips and I'm, and I'm, I'm trying not to because I want to watch the episode. But like I jumped on I I'd never really get on my personal Facebook, but I jumped on there the other day because apparently the wife wants to get a fourth cat for our house. So that's cool. <laughs> and uh, first thing that popped up was a dude that I went to school with who is not a social media guy. He's like that typical like hunting hit guy and then he's making cat Williams jokes. And I'm like, I got to dig into this a little bit, but I said, I wanted to save it for the recording so I can hear it from you guys. I'd rather hear, you know, the, the stuff from you guys than, than other people on social media.
2: you been, do you want to, or you want me? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So I don't know the, what, what cat has said officially. Cat is drenched in conspiracy theory. Ooh. Now I want you, I want to say that out in the out front not to say that I don't agree with anything he's saying or to disprove or to say that just because you say conspiracy theory means what they're saying is not true. That ain't it. But he, so I don't know exactly what he's gotten into when it comes to, you remember he was arrested for drugs and he went to jail, not prison, he went to jail. Um, I don't, he, he, he claims that he was never on drugs and that was all BS and it was all um, a conspiracy and he kind of tied it to the same thing. Of remember when Martin Lawrence in the 90s Or in the early 2000s had the same thing that happened where he was running around the street with a gun and he said that, you know, um, he was going to kill somebody or kill himself or something like that. Um, So basically what he said was uh, he wasn't going to be the um, black actor who was going to or comedian or entertainer who was going to do things that white Hollywood wanted him to do. Um, now I, I do want to make the, make a note and, and and just point out the fact that we're three white dudes talking about this, and it's okay. I just want to want to make sure that we're aware of that, and that the audience is aware that we are too. But um, but he pointed to guys like um, uh, Kevin Hart as somebody who who had uh, he didn't have the backbone that Cat Williams did, and so Kevin Hart would go out and make money no matter what he had to do, including wearing a dress. And there's a conspiracy theory that goes around that's gone around in Hollywood that says um, Hollywood upper tier, the white upper tier wants a black man to wear a dress uh, to kind of prove that they're willing to do anything there to, to do anything. And then once they do, then they'll they'll get kind of pushed to the upper, upper tier. I mean, that goes back to Flip Wilson in the, in the 60s. And Flip wow. Wilson had a TV show. And uh, of course, you know, Jamie Foxx did it on In Living Color and, and, and then, uh, you know, Medea and all these other movies and actors and comedians and, and entertainers who've done it. And Kevin Hart did it on SNL. And then after that, his fame skyrocketed. He went and did huge movies and things like that. He pointed to Chris Rock, or excuse me, not Chris Rock, Tucker. Chris Chappelle, Tucker. Right?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris sorry. Tucker. Chris Tucker. Ch-
2: yeah. Uh, he pointed to Dave Chappelle, as somebody who is similar as Cat Williams that didn't and wouldn't do what they want to do. And Dave Chappelle spoke about it on the Oprah show uh, in 2006 or so about how he wasn't going to do this. And there was kind of some weird kind of thing going on. Um, and then he pointed also to like, there's like this, there's a rift in the, in the black community, uh, comedian community amongst like Steve Harvey and as Cedric, the entertainer and this other gentleman who I don't know the name of, I can't remember. Cause I don't know him. Well, Ricky Smiley, I think his name was, That's who it is. Um, yeah. I saw him and I just, couldn't point him out because i don't know who he is um first Sunday. and 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 it, cat williams has not held back since he got out of jail he has not held back in the last five years he's he's went on a rampage against everybody now one thing i think people pointed out to was what cat williams is doing is he's got a tour coming up yeah because he's not only got a tour he's got a big special coming up and this is going to sell tickets you and i think that's kidding. great that's what you're supposed to do <clears throat> um uh but yeah no so basically it's it's uh him against the world and him pointing out all the people who kind of sold out and he never sold out and hmm. um it's just interesting to kind of see what happens with it uh one comment i did say uh, see from and and i'm not a, a black man so i can't speak to that but uh, was i hate seeing a, a, a black person said this i a black comedian i hate seeing uh two black members of of comedy kind of go at each other and fight it's bad it's bad as somebody from the outside, I would disagree with that. I would say um, it can be bad. It could be bad. But I, I would say that, if anything, it's giving publicity to um, Cat Williams and to Kevin Hart or whomever, whomever else um, where it wouldn't be otherwise. And I think Kevin Hart, excuse me, Kevin Hart, uh, Cat Williams and Dave Chappelle are two of the funniest people I have ever met and, and, and met, ever, ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've been to Cat Williams' show once. Uh, of course, I've been a Dave Chappelle so, uh, fan my, my whole life um i'm talking top, top five comedians of all time with richard pryor and, and george carlin like up there anyway so that's the, the synopsis basically a lot more to it he says a lot more stuff that gets into the nitty-gritty of like a certain island with a certain uh a certain man who did a certain a whole bunch of weird stuff with the other certain conspiracies and underage and blah 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 and
4: we a team. lot of stuff
2: yes Every but sense. he said a lot of stuff, and I, I I don't know why I didn't say the name, but um, you know, he said a lot of stuff about a lot of weird, a lot of weird stuff that is that I don't want to say can't be proven, but that hasn't come to light. So maybe maybe this will push more people to come out and say stuff. Who knows? But if there were certain people on those flight logs. I think Ludicrous was. I think. Ooh, I, I think, think
4: so. I forget. And, uh, I think uh,
2: Chris Tucker was. He pointed to Chris Tucker.
4: Yeah, uh, oh. Chris Tucker apparently has become uh, very religious since he the the, the the Friday movies and everything. So they said that even having another movie, he wouldn't be able to because he's just not that character and he just won't film that anymore. Um, but with Ricky Smiley, I, I did see the point where he said that the next time that Ricky Smiley w- would be able to do a movie with Cat Williams, he Cat Williams put in his contract that Ricky had to wear a dress, uh, which is apparently the, the mm. character he portrayed in First Sunday. And now he, he does that. So... Um, what's crazy is when I first saw that Cat Williams, I'm like, damn, this guy is petty. Like he is just <laughs> going off, you know, uh, until I started seeing a lot of the receipts and I'm like, damn, you know, there's a lot of validity in, and uh, in what he's, what he's proclaiming here. And, uh, but I mean, some of the other stuff, you know, when he, when he talks about the Illuminati, uh, I'm like, wait, hold on. But he says that like you had mentioned, he says the exact same things that Dave Chappelle had mentioned decades ago on Oprah. Um, so and they say that uh, Cat Williams is very intelligent. They said he has like 160 something IQ or like he's a he's a very, very intelligent person.
2: Did you watch? Can can we pull up an interview and watch a part of it?
3: Yeah, which one?
2: I I just it's not even it's not even that. I, I, let me let me find it real quick.
3: There's one. I mean, just when I because I googled Cat Williams just real quick just to kind of see some stuff, and I'm assuming it's the interview that he did with Shannon Sharp that kind of broke some stuff open because yep. that seems to be a lot of the clips. There's one on yep. Dave Chappelle walking away. There's one on going to jail thirty times. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are some of the top clips from Club Shay Shay.
2: Actually, He's, no, it's not even that. It's this, and this is an old one. I mean, because I. I I think you should all, God bless it, America. Why did this?
3: God bless America.
2: I can't even, this Riverside has got me all funked up. I can't even do it now. I, I hit a button and now.
4: No, uh-oh. I think he said too, he's had 19 felonies and zero convictions. Wow. Yeah. I mean,
3: it's, good lawyer will clean up some stuff, potentially. Uh, what's happening? crazy
4: though is I remember like within a decade, maybe it was a little bit longer ago, like a decade ago of him, it looked like he had lost a lot of his money. And he's living in the projects per se or something, you know, it looks like a housing community. And he is running for his life from teenagers who are beating the shit out of him. And I'm just like, remember seeing that and going, damn cats, cats falling on some hard times, you know, and there's these aggressive 13, 14 year olds at the same height as him, just absolutely just throwing haymakers. (laughs) And and now I see that he's like, no, they've been trying to, they've been trying to get me and, you know for all these years and stuff so i'm like
2: i wonder if that was part of it <laughs> so we don't even need to watch the whole video i just want to euben's point point out how smart cat williams is and what makes him such a great comedian if you started at about a minute and 30 in give or take
3: okay let me know when you guys can see it on your end oh I can see it.
4: this is where he goes off on wanda i love Wanda's- this yep. this entire thing is fucking brilliant
3: so just before we push play
2: he's on her radio show in atlanta she's the radio host and she starts putting him down about going to prison and all this stuff. Now watch this. this and no, what makes no, him so great.
4: And now the thing is, too, before you hit play, I'm sorry. Uh, so yep. apparently whenever he got here to this, that radio host, they had spoke before they went on air. And they had mutually discussed that she would not go into those details. That she would not bring up his personal life. There were certain things that you just didn't say. Uh, she did. And this is what, this is what happened.
3: Hmm. Okay. Let's roll the click.
6: Yes, like right. for me to, I do a really nice broccoli. They like my broccoli and they love my baked hey, chicken. Hey, hey! right bro- now, look up your phone and see what it takes to make broccoli. And tell me, doesn't say heat uh, up water. Uh, just, uh, That's the only step in broccoli uh, simmer. Water, simmer. Have you ever uh, heard of burned uh, broccoli? Uh, Can you burn hater? broccoli? You can't burn her. it because it's made in a pot of water. You, oh, know, you don't know nothing about You <laughs> know what, her second meal they love from it? What I do with corn. Oh, whatever. I like to tear it out that can what? and I put it in there. And then I get a can of water and I put it on there. And then I get some Zatarain. They don't expect that. I'm uh, a great cook. Oh, whatever. Yes, ma'am. You good at yes. heating stuff up. Uh, You're good at mm-hmm. telling us about what's going on in jail. Yes, ma'am man, getting out to tell you, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you at an arena named Phillips, and you gonna tell me at the Atlanta Comedy That's Theater. Right. True. Tomorrow, be there. All right. Red Grant show, I know Red I'll Grant. be there. Don't miss it. Thank Red Grant, you. Cat Williams, thank you all for coming through, <laughs> and thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. you for coming. In. I see why people come to Wanda's. Yeah. Show. Because Frank Ski puts it there. here crazy ass. <laughs> uh huh. Is he crazy?
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. One hundred percent online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you.
6: That's a, <laughs> that that my hard. hair is 19 inches long and I have no perm you don't. Oops. Oh, that's not a perk. No, it is not. Nice lady. That's come, run, natural. come run. Come run one of your gnarled <laughs> fingers. Here. Here. Why you on what, air? Why they can't hear you like. Come lie. on. Come on. Let me Come over here. No, no, no. That's not how that works. Oh, okay. Well, then stay over there. Don't worry. Ain't nobody putting their <laughs> ass through yours. That's right. They don't have to. Oh. I don't want them to. Get on out of here. You okay? <laughs> you okay? You okay? You <laughs> <are> you okay? <laughs> Only one of our hands moving <laughs> while we talk. Are you Are okay? you <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Regret, you? Wow, look how look how flushed
3: they you. are in the face. Like, oh shit! And
6: make sure <laughs> the headphones come together. You got on. How about that? Yeah, they're old.
5: Versace, yeah.
6: Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It I want to apologize to the people at Versace <laughs> collection. So, this is your 2019 summer but, line that hasn't come but, out. But you, but you had <laughs> to open it up and but, show but us but it was it, Versace. I wanted to No, I didn't have to open it, it. it up. Did, These people are on radio. They can't see anything. but you opened up so we could see it yes ma'am well happy happy and happy 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 whatever stories for the black lane Bryant. wow okay let's play some music real quick if we can we're going to a break real quick all right so we go to a break shout outs to forever 21. I don't remember to me, me for a wilding out, I right? I'm not the, the right one to jones on. Get this inmate out of here. If, if, if you can't get your blood pressure, out, you can't call me that. <laughs> I'm, I'm mama. If your cholesterol is 600, <laughs> whatever, little mama. I'm little mama's baby daddy. No, you little <laughs> mama. Uh, yes, ma'am. And hey, uh, what are you, girl? You probably should talk about, size. should talk about sizes. No, that's okay. on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> And you're, and you're big Turn in it down. And you're yes, big in ma'am. prison. I've never been to prison. Uh, you have 19 felonies, times. no convictions. Yeah, Knock it yeah. off. Prison okay. and jail aren't the same. No, 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 Only one of us <laughs> has $12 of jewelry on. No, no, no. No, 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 That all when is available. Folks? If you want to have Wanda's jewelry, please go to go for a quick trip at any point. If you buy two packs of Newport 100s, they will give you everything Wanda has on right now. Now for $7.99 and it comes with a free car wash. Won't you come on down? Yes, thank you. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Don't the Shae, show starts at get nine. Us. Wanda gets to the stage at nine seconds. Oh, don't <laughs> Shae, don't. Don't Shae, please don't get in this awesome. cab and do her. She's hair. almost out of breath. Be careful now. Even on the radio, you can hear the fact that exercise is crazy <laughs> to her vocabulary. <laughs> you already used that one. Don't yeah, repeat your and jokes, French comedy.
2: So, like, that was just to say, and I I'm youbins have seen this, and you probably, other people have. It's five years old. That's been around, block. And that's why he's talking 2019. Um, his ability to, on the, that wasn't written. He was like, they were, like, going at it, and he was writing jokes as it was. So, his, he is so smart. He is so smart so, and so funny. You give that man a radio show, whoo, man. Yeah,
3: you. You give him a mic, not only are you going to laugh, but you, I'm sure guests are going to question being on there because you're not going to smart the guy. Like you've been said, I looked it up. He's got 163 IQ is what was registered on some, I'm assuming an IQ test, but maybe they have fancier things to do these days. But yeah, that's, that's a big brain, brilliant brain. And And
0: just
4: like again. And, um, uh, so a lot of people are like, well, why did he go on there? And he just started, you know, just shitting on people, but everyone that he shit on for the most part had already been on Shannon's podcast and they were saying inaccuracies about him or about something that he had done. So, cause everyone's like, oh, he's just petty, but you're like the timeline fits with a lot of shit that he says. But then again, when he gets into the Illuminati, I'm like, Ugh. but he mentions these very successful black actors, uh, these men who, um they become in part of the illuminati and apparently they get gifted a to quote a light skin woman that you never see like do you know who kevin hart's wife is
5: I
2: don't I, I had don't. to google Ludacris's wife cuz he was talking see, about her too
4: So I mean again it's
2: there was probably a good dozen
4: of these people and you look and I'm like I've ne- I've never seen I guess I've never cared to see you don't, know, you don't really see a lot of the spouses
3: but some you know and the first the first wife or the second it looks like did he had two wives? There's one that's called Tori Hart, and it said Mary from 2003 to 11, and then in 2016, I'm probably going to say this wrong, so I apologize. Nico Hart, E N I K O.
4: 16 is whatever. That's 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 the new one. That's and because Cat was talking about too that Kevin Hart is a plant. He was mentioning that Steve Harvey was a joke stealer and that he wasn't uh, original. That uh, he's not able to be put in movies because he, he looks like Mr. Potato Head and stuff, you know and um hmm. and then there was uh oh god there was something like like cedric the entertainer he he really got onto him too said he was joke thief um and it, it brought up a whole bunch of different um oh like hanging with mr cooper um all those shows like back in the day i i
2: forget what the hell is his name um
4: mark curry mark curry yeah and so he was, he was a great
2: comedian back in the day
4: dude very and so cat was so much more funny
2: than up. steve harvey
4: and, and that's what Kat was saying. They're like, hey, you know, there's these guys who are much more deserving, that were much more original. And they're like, Cedric and Steve stole from Mark Curry and from some from others. Uh, there, there's so many different names that were that you were from people that it? I forgot about for decades.
2: Well, hell, Mark Curry had hanged with Mr. Cooper on TGIF in the 90s. And then Steve Harvey came out with his show, which was basically the same show on WB uh, yeah, and, in the early 2000s. So and he the, was a uh, teacher.
4: And the Cat Williams said that he, uh, Steve Harvey, fooled everybody in America to thinking that he actually had that fade, and while it was just, it was a piece. That flat <laughs> so, top. <not>? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. Like I said, he was uh, everything that I've seen so far. Now that that's uh, consumed my for you page, uh, has led me to believe that at least eighty percent of what Cat Williams said was accurate. Scary. Wow. Scary.
3: That is. That's wild. That is wild. And a lot of things, like I said, I was just googling some stuff and some wives and a lot of it 2016 2016 2016 a lot of stuff went down that year hmm. just crazy crazy that Isn't is me? uh that is pretty crazy Hmm. and wh- well, that was on cat williams's show or was that on sharp that was on
2: shannon sharp's sharp. podcast
3: okay and he's had a little bit of some uh, some drama as well and and then uh The the things that I think have been kind of coming up on my For You page more is because of this, now they're trying to say that Cat Williams stirred up all this Pat McAfee drama, and it's like, come on, that might be a reach, but maybe Pat (laughs) McAfee was like, hey, if now's the time, let's do the thing, and I'm sure you guys saw that, where Pat McAfee's calling out like the ESPN president, or it might not be the actual president, but some higher-ups on ESPN saying that they're going to sabotage his show and have been and all this stuff. and
4: norby williamson i believe was that what he's like one of the longest standing executives in espn and pat just calls him straight out just wild wild week
3: is it yeah is it like a full moon or something it's gotta be
4: you know what brandon and you and i were talking backstage about how we were gonna go off on matt is is now a good time is this is this where we get to just air our frustrations you
3: know, as long as that's fine. To I do feel it. like you've
4: been trying to sabotage this. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Call me Norby.
3: <laughs> and,
4: first of all, what fucking kind of name is Norby? Can we can we address that as well? This guy, he looks like an alien. I gotta look him up. Yeah, just, that hair just looks so fake. He has that...
2: Side note, you have got to be thinking about how happy Shannon Sharp is right now.
5: He's oh. just like... <laughs> Did it?
2: I for that video his show they... is now probably gonna go top ten if it hasn't already.
4: hmm They they um, they think that this is gonna break Rogan and Musk's uh record for
3: views. Wow. Wow. Uh, just so you know, uh, Norby, just to go back there, is a um Norwegian Danish name.
2: So we're talking about the ESPN guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's probably one so, of those ten foot aliens.
2: <clears throat> what I... um what I hated about ESPN was they fired all those people to bring in Pat McAfee, uh, not bring him on, but to give him that big contract and to give him that show and basically turn they, they, they have slowly since in the last 20 years, have ruined sports, ruined sports center, ruined the, what I used to watch ESPN for, which was the, the daily highlights from 6am until noon. Um, and then on they they started on ESPN two. There uh, wasn't first take. It was uh, what was it? Uh, something, something, cold pizza that show oh. cold pizza i don't know if you remember that yes. one back in the day i think that was espn2 is where it started and then they, they they saw the success it was having and they switched that over and then that was their morning show yep. and then it was like sports center highlights what we've what we as millennials and, and gen xers grew up as and loving has gone by the wayside um mm-hmm. and that's something that's been happening over the last 20 years so it's not something that's happened in the last five but the fact that they fired all those journalists and all those people that put in all that good work and all those respected people that built ESPN to what it was as a respected brand and football and basketball and baseball and hockey and all the other sports, um, as journalists, as insiders over the past thir- 13, 15 years. And they just threw them all out just to, to hire this guy because he's a big fucking loudmouth. Uh, as somebody who does the same thing in character on, on his uh, thing, I know a little bit about it, uh, at a much smaller level, of course. Um, it's just it's kind of gross. Now, Pat McAfee, to his to congratulations, my dude. You've built a uh, similar to Barstool, similar to anybody else. You build a brand that people listen to and love listening to because they either hate you or they love you, but they want to find out what you're going to say next. But if you watch his show, it's like watching a caveman host a show, dude. It's it's fucking awful. Um, he he barks into the into the microphone. There's no. Um, uh, there's no connection with the audience. It's really just, it's, it's, it's almost like a, uh, that like fake souped up stereotypical radio show in the eighties, where all you do is you hit these buttons, boom, boom, bang, 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 you know, like all the show is, is, is predicated on is 10 out of 10. Let's go. I don't think so, (laughs) Billy. And all the sound, sound effects and stuff like that. Like, as I have one here myself (laughs) for Twitch. But um, it, he's kind of turned the show into something like that where uh, he'll have who's the guy AJ Hawk on with him mm-hmm. who'll ask like one question and they got like six other people who he'll throw on like randomly to ask a question. But it's it's the Pat McAfee show and I mean that like not just the name of it like it's the Pat McAfee show and I can't stand watching this shit. He's ruined College Game Day. Can't watch that shit anymore either. No, it's shit. a sideshow.
3: See, see, I'm the opposite. I love it. I love. The I was going to say McAfee the same show. thing. And, and yeah. I think it, you said it best. You either love it or you hate it. And the reason I like it is I think it, it, it appeals to a younger generation. Not that we are there, but maybe us and then underneath. And kind of like you said, I don't think the younger generation, like when I woke up, I would put on ESPN, channel 21, put it on the cable, right? And I would watch it all day. Same highlights, same thing, some breaking news, technology wasn't as good, didn't have a computer and stuff. I don't think there's any chance in hell that younger generations are going to watch ESPN and watch the replays and stuff because they can you can now watch an entire baseball game in 12 minutes. You know what I mean on on on, on YouTube and these places like social like it's short content as being content creators that we do. We know in I I the main thing that I like about the Pat McAfee show is it's him and a lot of his childhood friends and his boys that have built a brand that have done stuff. Do I think him and ESPN went together perfectly? Probably not. Like, does he really need ESPN? No, I don't think so. I think he was doing just fine doing his own thing on YouTube and whatever else. And I can definitely see your point with the whole ESPN thing and and this and that and the drama and all this stuff. But like we talked about with Gypsy and all this and Cat Williams, people love the drama. They love this shit. Now, ESPN, their ratings are going to go here. And if they potentially have to sacrifice old Norby, North Farm, I think is a Swedish what it means. You know, they sacrifice one guy, but do I love I, – and I didn't know that they had to cut a whole bunch of jobs to bring him in. I guess it makes sense with the amount of money and stuff like that. Like, that does suck. But ESPN before Pat McAfee, like, how many people were really tuning in? The views and everything was pretty shitty. I'd have to imagine if they wanted to invest so much into it. And, and, and just one more thing, and then I know you've been got some stuff. A.J. Hawk, um, they bring in um, – what's his face? Um, the linebacker uh, cornerback. Yep, uh, him, they bring in a coach and stuff like that. And, and um, the lineman from, uh, I think he was a Cardinal, I forget his name. I'm drawing a blank. But either way, what I love about that, it's kind of like when Tony Romo and those guys, the Manning brothers, they kind of call a football game. You see things that the normal person doesn't. And I like when they do those segments where, you know what I mean, The he breaks down, you know, stuff in the corner. They bring down the offensive line play and just some stuff that that's the kind of stuff that I really, really enjoy is a different perspective of football that guys like us who have never played, especially, you know, maybe we played Peewee, we don't know anything about the game. And it kind of relates to me like, Oh shit, that makes sense. You know, and then I can talk to people about football and sound super smart.
4: Yeah. i just, uh, I don't know i i think it's been a fresh take um i was not i was never much of a college game day fan like i mean like you said i had it on there as like background noise sometimes or uh but like what they've done this year and then just from like the social media standpoint just like the clips and the highlights it's just it's very engaging um and i i just i don't know like you you mentioned it, it fits with the younger audience and um I, I like that it's moving into a different direction. Um, you know, I, I believe, but ESPN's also taken a gamble with Barstool before, uh, and they quickly turned that down as well. So I, I don't know why they found that Pat McAfee would 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 be any different. Um, so I don't know. It's just they, they they ESPN will always. It's from like a marketing thing. They'll they'll garner all this new viewership for getting this new hot uh, debatable uh controversial fucking you know show and then immediately they'll be like oh we don't want you anymore because we're working to still hoard all these viewers that may potentially still stick with us um it just i don't know it's i like him i will probably continue to follow him wherever he goes do i like all the guests that he has on there no uh but i do like how he does invite coaches players everybody on it it's it's refreshing
2: so i'll say two things um the, the to matt's point of like did it change things up? Yes, but the problem was, is ESPN had been in decline for so long. They had like gotten, they had gotten away from SportsCenter since they tried to turn to their first take. Let's argue between Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith and then Shannon like Smart. So um, it, 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 that was ESPN's own doing, and and it, it's not a it's not a put down on, on Pat McAfee for for being successful and talking about the younger crowd, dude. I get it. The stuff that I create, the content I create, I don't find funny. But for some reason, other people do, a small portion of people, but they do. Um, so so they watch it. Um, that, I think that's kind of where I'll go with it. I, I think I, I completely understand that the, the new crowd, the younger, they're trying to go towards a younger audience. What I will say is that if you're in marketing, you know one thing. You know that the money is in guys like us because we have the expendable income. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, if, if anybody does, it's us is what I'm getting at. Yeah. We're the ones who are going to be spending income. The, the, the males who are between the ages of 35 and 55 are the ones that are going to be spending money. These young kids, 18, 19 years old, they're not spending money on ads. They may be asking mom and dad to buy it for Christmas, but they're not, they're not, they're not the ones that are going to be spending money on, on things they see. So they better not forget about guys like us because for a while we're still here.
3: <laughs> yep. And they are guys like us. They're our age. And in for even back in the day when he was in his other studios and, and just started years and years and years ago, he always would kind of not call out, but always kind of have those little puns at the old whites, you know, the old whites of this, you know, the old whites of football, the old whites of this. And just kind of like, it's not like that anymore. They, they seem to, you know, like you have to evolve and stuff. And like I said, and also college game day, I was never a big college football guy but i could see your point you know what i mean where you know now they're they're showing up there and they're throwing you know hoops like it's kind of a more you know show and i think that they would do stuff off camera kind of like that to get the audience engaged and stuff like that where they do it on the live show and i mean i mean when you have to sign a contract with a bunch of guys that they can't say the they can't say fuck on air (laughs) i mean it is but they got they got you know it's a little bit of a delay but like i said it's uh You know, interesting thing. Like I said, I've been watching it for a while. I'm not a guy that has a Pat McAfee or for the brand shirt or anything like that. Like, I'm not that huge of a fan, I guess. But like I said, it's it's something that I listen to while I'm at work. Just kind of put on, you know, keep something in your ear.
4: Maybe, just maybe, college sports, which is usually heavily involved with drinking and stuff like that, shouldn't be sponsored by a Disney-owned company. Yeah. maybe just going to throw that out there you know if they want to protect an image uh don't don't have game day at a uh, a college or a, a university like oh no there's drinking <gasps>
2: they might say the f word
4: these fucking yeah. disney adults are ruining everything
2: yeah no I, I the only thing i'll say to that is i think that goes into like there are a very small amount of businesses and companies that own all the media right and that's thank you to 1996 and the fucking communications bill uh president bill clinton uh, because now all these Disney companies and big companies have sucked up all the other ones. And so it just falls under a huge umbrella. Now, I mean, I, it definitely doesn't look right to your point, Eubin. But I, I think that just plays into the fact that there's a very small amount of companies that own everybody.
3: That's true. It's ironic yeah. that you said Bill Clinton blow and suck all in within two sentences. So well played. Well played. <laughs> uh, well, I wasn't trying. No, no, it just naturally happened. Actually, happen uh, the other. Let's. Let, I guess this will be the episode of um, crazes and drama and stuff we don't understand. There's one thing that I still can't understand as well, unless anybody else has anything about Pat McAfee and the boys yet, is these fucking Stanley Cups. They are everywhere, and again, it just triggered me because it triggered my brain. Because I, when I jumped on Facebook and saw the Cat Williams thing, the next post that I saw before I instantly got off after seeing two posts was um, a picture. Or pictures of people waiting in line from random accounts, like or sponsored or whoever, but waiting in line to get Stanley Cups. And there was there was somebody local that posted it, and I didn't overly read it, and I was just like, "Oh, sh-. like of course people are going to stand in line to see the Stanley Cup." Like my brain went sports, thinking right, right. somebody had won, they had the Stanley Cup, they are waiting in line, and just didn't understand sports. And then later, I was like, "Oh, the Stanley Cup!" Like hell did that, like fantastic to that marketing team i mean they built a brand that has been forever kind of this hard gritty you know like your grandfather your grandfather's father like brought that thermos stanley full of coffee maybe some soup they carried that thing to work and they probably passed it down for generations they last well somebody in that with a big brain was like hey why don't we appeal to the females Let's make these cups. Not only do they make the cups, they make the accessories. They make special straws. My daughter got one for Christmas from her mother that has a custom nameplate so it doesn't spill. A custom straw, a custom non-slip thing on the bottom. I don't know price-wise. I know that Stanley is built to last, but that's probably 80 to to $100 into a cup. You know, like... <laughs>
4: conspiracy theory you know not not to say hot take i don't want to steal anybody else's line or anything like that but um i'm wondering because have you guys always seen the videos of like oh my gosh my my car caught on fire but i still have my stanley cup with this you know high c fruit punch oh, i out. saw that video oh yeah you know there, and then there's been a few and you know and it's just like i wonder if like stanley's sitting there like sales are down gentlemen let's go light this 2002 corolla on fire you know what i mean and just, and just let's just buy them a new
3: car we won't say what car they're getting but we can we can aff- i mean let's think about it uh i don't know if you've ever thought about running google ads or facebook ads or tiktok ads you look into it for a couple thousand dollars you get x amount of views for them to have to drop let's just throw a number 25 dollars on a new car that's pretty cheap advertising to say hey We'll give you a we'll give you a box full of our cups. You know what I mean. We're at cost. You know we mark them up probably quite a bit. We're gonna get you a new car as well. Thank you for having that meth head down the road that we you know we we gave hundred dollars to burn your car for you and put that Stanley <laughs> Cup in there.
4: I, I, got I a, thought that I got too. Yeah, wouldn't mind getting lit on fire. And so Stanley, if you're interested, come on over. I don't want to make these payments anymore.
3: Yeah, see, I don't have payments anymore, so I'm at the point where the truck is just continually having problems. The new problem I found is, you know, you got the electric thing, so you press it back and your seat goes back or it goes forward. So I went to do that to mess with the kid the other day, went to put the seat back because they were like, can you move it up? I don't have a lot of leg room. So I went to move it back. Only one side of it goes back. So it was like uh, that Fat Joe lean back song. (laughs) My seat's just doing that. And I'm like, I haven't played Fat Joe in my car in forever, but only one side leans back. So that's, that's fantastic stanley cups, man but then you know then it instantly turns so there's those people that are like support local and then they're showing like yeti cups and all these cups that are clearly made in china that somebody just put their merch stuff on it's like i understand you want to support local support small brands but nobody out here is making these cups you're not making them you're you're buying them you're putting your logo on it and then you're selling it i get it yes support small creators and businesses yeah if you want but like at the end of the day how many people, like, nobody wants to walk around with a beardlaws, you know, knockoff Yeti. Like, I mean, I'm not a guy that usually drinks ice or cold drinks anyway, so I'm not having a fancy cup, and you don't really put beer in one of those fancy cups.
2: I, I, paid, I paid $3 for this, and it just, it goes like this, and then it goes like that, and then when you tore it upside down, water comes out of it, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I do, This is a, this is not like a friend of the show or anything, but I'm going to tell you right now, I love the Frost Buddies. I use one of those just about every day, and it keeps the drink the the kids' drinks cold. And where they make their money is they do the sublimation, I think is what it's called, or whatever it is, uh, they, the dips or whatever. So it has all these fancy designs. They charge a good penny for them. But every once in a while, they'll sell it to you without those, just plain white. And you can get them for like 5 to $9 for the same thing without the design. So I always look for those sales, and all of the kids have one now. Uh, the wife has one. I have one. We use them all the time, and it's like same goddamn thing. It just doesn't have the fancy design. Turns out yeah. we have one of those crickets, and we can just put whatever on there, and then it washes off because we forget. But it's like, hey, you know, they can be creative, create their own shit, and put it on there. So, but yeah, I, don't, I just don't get this the Stanley craze. Are they good cups? Probably. But I tell you See. what, I grabbed my daughter's the other day. She filled hers up, put ice in there, and I was like, holy shit! I said, maybe. Speaking of conspiracy theories, maybe this is a way to fight childhood obesity because carrying that thing, I'm telling you what, it felt like 7 to 10 pounds between the cup, the ice, the water. And I was just like, dude, if you do like 100 with each arm a day, like you're going to start getting some tone. And she like carries it around to school and this and that. I'm like, that is a friggin' heavy cup. So maybe... Maybe Stanley's like, "Hey, we're gonna hook the women up with their fancy cups and bling and make some money off it, but we're gonna help fight childhood diabetes."
4: Well, now they have the the leashes for them, or like the lanyards. Like they have like little little necklaces that you can hang them up on everything, and they have little carrying cases for them. And it's it's there's crazy. no way
3: this one you you would have neck problems.
4: Oh, is it like the big like gallon size one? Or it's whatever? big. So I mean, yeah, so- I don't
3: know exactly the the fluidity if that's the right word, but.
4: Sounds right. I mean, the, I want to say is the traditional one like the 32 ounce, maybe, maybe slightly bigger. Um, Just the, the one with the handle on it and everything has a little pouch that Velcros around the handle and hooks on a leash, like just right on a lanyard or whatever. And I'm like, first of all, if you come at me and I see a cup bouncing off of your chest, I'm swinging at you like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Get that
3: Imagine too it if did. it was if it was one of the dude ones. I had one, and it just you, they, the lanyard's too long, and then kids are coming up and just like crushing it off your balls, and then just pure stomach aches. And <laughs> I went to Stanley nineteen thirteen dot com because they've been around for over a hundred years. Stanley nineteen thirteen. Uh, it, it appears that she probably has a forty ounce, forty ounce, the quencher or something like. It's got the handle on it. And apparently, yeah. they do come They without the the ice flow flip straw tumbler. There's one that you were to maybe talking that. I don't know. They have so much shit. Holy cow! <laughs> They're reasonable price. I thought everybody's telling me they were like a hundred bucks. I mean, I'm, obviously Stanley um. is not a friend of the show. They've been around a hundred years. We have not, but I mean, you can get a sixty-four ounce flip straw jug, fifty-five bucks. Isn't it's not terrible.
4: I just looked I it up think. too. Um, the forty ounce you can get a flask, the An unbreakable
3: flask that you could fill full of Fat Baby bourbon for twenty fifty.
4: Oh shit. Mm. Um, the necklace is for a 40 ounce as well.
3: Okay. So oh, they, they have can... all sorts of flasks. Well done. Stanley's still playing to there. They have canteens, stacking beer pints. You can get two of them, 16 ounces, 49. They got some cool shit, but I'm not going to, I'm going to go out there and buy a flannel looking, um, classic bottle, the old ones for 65 bucks. Pretty sure I can get oh, on eBay and damn. find a classic one used broken in for probably three to five bucks. Ooh, pour over for coffee fan. Okay, they got a lot of shit. Well done. Well, well played, Stanley.
4: I get all my used flashlights from eBay.
3: <laughs> isn't that what you were doing? You, isn't that your eBay thing? You buy the used ones from the thrift stores that nobody wants anymore, and you're flipping them? Yeah.
4: I taste them to you make sure they're still quality first. Mm-hmm.
3: The quality <laughs> test is is very important. So
4: That's right. All right. Well. It's, it's a dirty job, but somebody has to do it. I'm trying to get Mike yeah. to come out, and but he won't respond to my letters. Mm.
3: I heard Cat Williams said he can't read. He said Damn. it not me. Hey, he said it, Sturdy Johnson I just want to see.
4: It. I'm now with him having a 163 IQ. I want to see who has a higher one. I'm determined now.
3: Ooh, celebrities with the highest IQ.
4: <gasps> That's a good segment. We could just put like, is this person smarter than Cat Williams?
5: Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> we'll see uh, right, do you guys have any guesses? It. I'm. We'll just do this real quick because I know we got to get out of here. Oh, this is we intelligence. With celebrities by height is what Google brought me to. I put celebrities with highest IQ, and they apparently did intelligence slash celebrities by height. Who do you that think wins that? I don't know. It isn't
4: I know Ashton Kutcher? I've always heard that that guy is extremely smart. So I, for some, I am just going to throw his name out there.
3: Top five. Top. He's five. in the top five. Uh, number one by intelligence and a celebrity with IQ. Apparently, according to the first thing that Google showed, was Kobe Bryant six six. Big brain. Then it was Snoop Dogg, six four. Shout out cookbook. I'm gonna be crushing some f- fried bolognese. Did pick up bolognese and some barbecue chips. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, six four. Donald Trump, six three. Then Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher, six two. Then Ben Affleck, six two. Elon Musk, six two. Arnold Schwarzenegger, six two. Obama, six two. Chris Brown, is six like one. one.
4: I got I got a top five with a random guess. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that, uh, and I'm gonna leave you guys too with a thought. Of, you know, you talked about a certain flight log before, uh, Brandon. Um, Stephen Hawking liking uh, small people was not on my uh, 2024 bingo card. But if you th-
2: have not seen the Stephen Hawking memes, oh my oh.
4: god. That they have been tickling me pink. So that is uh I just I think it was uh oh I always forget his name, Santino, the redheaded comedian. Um Oh what the hell is it? He's with Bobby Lee, but he does a very oh, good the impersonation. Ginger,
3: uh, whiskey ginger or whatever. Yeah, he
4: just uh he does a very Andrew good impersonation. Santino? Andrew, yes, Andrew Santino. Um he does a great impersonation of Stephen Hawking. Uh he's like, Let me go to the island. Let me go to the island. Just <laughs> He just,
3: it's so stupid, but. All right, next week, what we want everybody to do, if you're still listening for whatever reason at the end of the show, send us over your best Stephen Hawking's memes and we will feature them with a shout out from you, assuming they're pretty appropriate for this show because we let a lot of things fly and we'll show our <laughs> top five on there. So send them to me on Instagram, beardlaws.com. Uh, just send them over or facebook messenger that i check once every 35 days so send them over <laughs> we'll uh, we'll check those out but make sure speaking of checking out check out friends of the show check out copper john's beard all right check, copperjohnsbeard.com use code beardlaw save 15 check out brandon j mcdermott on all the socials buy his book you cheap bastards you've been whacking off save up he's got a whole bunch of candles you're not going to want to miss these scents i showed a couple of people last night i got to hang out with logan have a beverage laughed his ass off so save your money for those as well check out fatbabybourbon.com. i'm sipping it still this is fantastic i'm loving this and uh yeah all the other friends of the show appreciate it and i appreciate you guys hell of a show the most drama filled show we've ever done so can't thank you guys enough and we'll uh we'll be back next week got anything else to say boys no. that's it all right Have keep your going, sticks guys. on the ice be good to your wieners and hugs and kisses to all your pig parts
5: in the realm of beardlos, a trio strong and true, you've been Brandon and beardlaws with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beardlos, the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing, setting the pace, you've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, Food Daddy Supreme, a feast of facts, a culinary dream. Beard lost the patriarch, his beard a regal crown, a symbol of authority in every bustling town. His wisdom, like bristles, sharp and well defined. Guiding all the bearded with every law outlined. You've been whacking off with laughter in his stride. Weed in his hand and jokes worldwide. A mirthful spirit lighting up the room in the haze of humor, dispelling any gloom. Beardlaws, the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, Food Daddy Supreme, a feast of facts, the culinary dream. Together they unite a trio strong and bold. And beer laws and laughter and stories to be told. In the culinary realm that conquer every quest. A podcast that unblains all the very best. Brain and D. McDermott, food daddy at the helm. Master in the culinary every flavor realm, from spices to techniques of foodie's delight, guiding our taste buds day and night. Beard loss, the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing setting the pace, you've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, Food Daddy Supreme, a feast of facts, the culinary dream. So gather round, will listeners keen to the Beard loss Podcast, a vibrant scene, with Beard loss and Culinary Flair, a journey of knowledge beyond compare. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're
2: pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at
3: Show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know.